student, students, thank y'all so much for watching with us and tuning in. Um, I've so enjoyed getting connect with, connected with you through multiple different ways. Um, it's been a blast, guys. Love our Zoom calls, all that fun stuff that we're doing. Before we really get into the Word tonight, I want, to, I want you to do three things for me. Those three things are, number one, like and share this post. Number two, tag three friends in this post. And then also, I want you to just prepare your heart to receive what God has for us tonight. Um, I believe that He can move and He can touch you tonight where you are, no matter what circumstance or no matter what your situation may be. And I want to speak to some people real quick on, some, on, on something very specific that I believe that we all need to do during this time. right? And I'm going to read straight out of the Scripture here, and it's in Psalms 46 and verse 10. And uh, I'm going to read this, and, and if you all want to, I'll give you a second. You can turn there with me, um, get out your phone, or if you're if you like me, you still like old school, real Bible, pull that out as well. Psalms 46.10, and it says, Surrender your anxiety. Be silent and stop your striving, and you will see that I am God. I am God above all the nations, and I will be exalted throughout the whole earth. I love that scripture, and it basically says, Surrender your anxiety. And that scripture, that, that line right there, surrender your anxiety, was translated originally, when it, when it translated to Greek, that verse literally said, relax. Right? Y'all ever heard anybody say, you take a chill pill? Hey, just take a chill pill, man. Just calm down. We're, we're good. Right? And so I tell you that, and parents, hang with me. Stay with me for a little bit because um, I know you probably already think your, your, your son, your daughter, they probably need to be doing more chores, need to be keeping up with their schoolwork a little bit better, right? They don't need to rest. What are you talking about? They're sleeping until 1 a.m. Uh, or actually it'd be 1 p.m., I guess, right? Whatever. Y'all are sleeping until who knows when. Um, I know that. I've talked to y'all. I've played some video games with y'all, and y'all be up all night long playing video games. I, I'm calling you out right now. Um, so, listen. I'm not telling you to rest as in go to bed, get your pillow out, take you a good nap midday, take you an afternoon nap, and then go to bed. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, parents, I'm telling them that we need to relax in multiple different ways. And the one key way I want to focus on is we need to relax our minds. Um, this generation of, of students can often be perceived as being maybe um, more unproductive or Maybe I've heard a lot of people of, of older generations even call this a lazy generation. They just don't want to work, don't want to do anything. Um, I kind of want to counter that. I want to counter that and say, I don't know if it's as much just laziness, but I know one of the largest problems that students deal with in today's times is time management. Time management is one of the worst things that this generation uh, does. We're, we're horrible at it, right? We will get on YouTube and, and think that we're going to spend five minutes on a YouTube video and we'll end up three hours later watching. We'll start off watching some football highlights and end up on some wild conspiracy theories, right? YouTube just has a way of suggesting some craziness uh, to you on there and, and we get caught up in it. Guys, hey, I'm right there with you sometimes. I'll sit down to play a game of basketball, NBA 2K. I'll sit down and play that and I'm, like, I'm going to get one or two games in and I'll be good. And then I look down and it's been an hour and I've played... I've only played two games and I've got nothing done and I feel like, where did that hour even go, right? And, and it, that's how it goes. Uh, with our technology and with things like that, we get so caught up in it that it consumes our time. And then when the day's over, so many times I will, um, like Tara will call to me and be like, hey, Tristan, supper's done. I'm like, supper time? How's it supper time already? I literally, I, I thought we just ate lunch, right? Time just seems to fly by. And we have to be very cautious and very intentional of what we do with time. 
I heard somebody once say that time is the most valuable thing that we have in the earth today. Why? Because time has, you can't get time back. And uh, I think that what you invest your time in says a lot about what your priorities are. I think that where your time goes, that a lot of times will identify where your heart is and what's leading your ambition, what's leading your priority list. That's where we'll invest our time. So I want you to consider that students. Let me just tell you, we've talked about it before. I've, we've talked about it on Wednesday nights upstairs um, in the youth room. We're in the, we're in the sanctuary right now, as y'all can tell. But we've talked about it before that, hey, time management, that's one of our biggest struggles. I feel you. I relate to you there. We've got to get better on that. Like I've, I've said multiple times, we've got to carve out spaces for God in our life and throughout our day. And if you don't schedule that out, if you don't schedule a time to pick up your word and read, and if you don't plan a certain time that you're going to listen to worship music and you're going to get in your prayer closet, then our, our lack of time management skills will overtake that and, and we, will, we will be without time to do that when the day's over. So listen, I think that's, one of the, one, I think that's basically the leading cause of us seeming to be an unproductive or maybe less productive, I should say, generation. It's because time management, and we can get better at that. I know we can. Um, so I want to tell you to relax, but not just relax to take a nap. I want to tell you to relax your mind. Because parents, one thing that I'm sure you do know is that teenagers at this age, students, all of y'all know too, we are very emotionally driven during this, during this time in our lives, um, during this time in your life. Um, a lot of the battle that we face and a lot of the struggle that we go through it doesn't happen with each other. You know, we get in some drama and stuff, but a lot of the things that seem to get us and seem to affect us happen up here, right, between our ears. It happens in our minds. I believe that the largest battle that our students are facing today is the battle in our minds. Um, there's a wonderful book called Battlefield of the Mind um, by Joyce Meyer that, that it, it, it basically goes through that and, and describes the battle that goes on in your mind daily. The battle of self-worth, feeling like we have no value, um, depression, anxiety, a lot of that stuff is up here in our heads and, and we think that we're not good enough. We think people may hate us, right? We battle with suicidal thoughts. It's a huge thing in this generation. And I'm just, right now, I'm just believing that if you're having suicidal thoughts, I believe that can be reversed tonight. I believe that God can take those thoughts and totally um, show you the truth and speak the truth over that um, and, and abolish those thoughts. Um, so I, I really think that we need to get better at that. You know, I think we need to get better at time management and, and doing all that. And a lot of times, whenever we get in our own minds and whenever, um, you know, you ever heard your mind's playing tricks on you. And, and a lot of times we'll think and we'll perceive things differently than they actually are. Do you know what Satan is? Satan is a deceiver. He cannot produce. He cannot manufacture. He cannot um, create things. He doesn't have the power to create things in the earth. But the thing that he excels at is he excels at being a deceiver. And so that's what he wants to do, and that's how he gets in your mind. He tries to deceive you and make you think that you're not worth it, that you're not good enough, that you're never going to be good enough, right? That you're ugly, that you don't look right, that you're not tall enough, you're not short enough, right? The devil will get in your mind and try to deceive you into thinking that you're something that you're not. Because God has called you to be his son or his daughter. He's called you to be his. He, he made you. He crafted you in his own image, Right, and, and, and so for that, we can be confident in um, we don't have to listen to the lies of the enemy anymore. You have value, you have worth, because if you didn't, you wouldn't be here right now. 
There's a reason that you're alive right now in 2020 and not that you weren't born in the 80s, right? Raise your hand if 80s was your favorite generation, right? They got the best music, got the best, I mean, I, I love the 80s, right? If my dad's watching, he will straight up amen that. My dad uh, loves the 80s, and I do too. But I wasn't born in the 80s. I wasn't born then. I wasn't alive. But I am alive today, and I'm alive today with purpose. I'm alive today because God needs me today to do His will and to do His work here on this earth for His kingdom. You are in the same boat as me. He needs you today. He needs you to be focused on Him. He needs you to be pursuing Him right now in this hour. So I'm going to pursue, proceed on. Don't let the battle of self-worth, depression, lust, suicidal thoughts, those things that just, just fumble around in our minds, don't let that consume your day. Relax. Surrender to your anxiety. Surrender to your fear. Relax your mind. You have more time on your hands than ever right now. You, we are just sitting at home, kicking back in the recliner. Your parents are probably letting you sleep in, right? You have some time to really take uh, a step back and just relax your mind. Don't worry about what tomorrow may bring because God is a God of today. And he, he, he wants to work on you today. He's got tomorrow. We have trust and we believe in him that he's taking care of all that. But do what you've got to do today to be the best you possible. I say this quote all the time. I heard it um, when I was in middle school, playing middle school football. And it was, our coach told us, get a little bit better every day. And students, I think we can do that. We can get a little bit better every single day. Don't let your days just seem to pass by struggling with the same things. When you're struggling with something, make up your mind tonight. I believe that it can happen right now through this camera. I think that you can be broken free of some bondages and some chains that have been holding you for far too long. You don't have to go and carry those another day, right? Don't let that keep holding you back. Don't let your mind be troubled with all that any longer, right? 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of what? Power, love, and what's the third one? A sound mind. He's given us a spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. Power to overcome that which has held you down, right? He's given you power to overcome the enemy, to get past his plans for your life. He's given us love, love so that we can treat each other better and better partake the image of Christ so we can be more like him and of a sound mind. So that way we don't have to worry about the lies that the enemy keeps whispering to us. Sound mind so that we can be at peace so that we can rest, so that we can relax, and so that we can truly believe what God's Word says when our minds are clear. I do believe that. We, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love Him and who have been called according to His purpose. What verse is that, y'all? Trivia question. Comment in the section below. What verse is that? Very, very famous Bible verse. I'll read it one more time. We know in all things that God works for the good of those who love Him and who have been called according to His purpose. So y'all shoot that verse in, in the comment section below if you know it. Uh, we'll say this, the first comment that I see of that verse, the, the correct one anyways, you're going to get a prize. All right, so you better, you better get on it. I know you're pulling out your phones right now, typing it out. All right, first, it says that Bible verse says we have to love God, right? That those who love God and to those who have been called according to His purpose. Or for this, for those of you who know He has a plan for your life, for those of you who trust Him enough to believe He has your life in control and He has your life in His hands. So if we will love God and we will trust Him enough to believe He holds our tomorrow, 
I believe that He is and He will work out everything for your good. I do believe that. And, and He will. Guys, we just got to put our full trust in Him during this time. I need you to do that. And I really did feel the Lord uh, earlier today as I was praying about this, just feeling Him uh, telling me that I need to let y'all know it's, it's time to relax your minds, guys. The battle that's waging in here, the war that's in your mind, it's time to put some of that to ease. And so right now, I just want to lead us into a time of prayer um, because I believe that when we pray, we can begin to see some of this stuff fall. And you know what? Maybe this doesn't exactly pertain to you. Maybe this message doesn't apply to you. Then I challenge you right now, lift up the names of some of the students in this student ministry right now where you are. And when we begin to pray, just begin to call out some names. Just begin to call out their victory, their freedom, their breakthrough. Right, And I believe we'll see that happen tonight. So if you would, all across this county, all across this south, if you're watching this, would you just bow your heads with me and lift your hearts to the Lord as we pray and we're going to believe to see chains broken off of students' lives tonight. Lord, we just come to you right now. And I speak to the lives of all of the students that may be watching this stream and parents as well, if this applies to them. Lord, that right now I speak to the lies of the enemy and tell them they must vanish. That I, I pray that the truth of the, the Holy Spirit and the truth of what this word says will reign over their lives, God. That we won't be bound to the lies of the enemy anymore. I pray that chains will be loosened, God, and will begin to break off of our lives. God, I pray that our minds that are so stirred and unsettled, Lord, that we'll begin to see rest in our minds, God. I pray right now, Lord, that you will just move um, specifically to each need of each individual watching this stream right now, Lord. We put our full trust in you, God. We put our full faith in you, Lord. God, I know that you hold my tomorrow so my mind can be at ease about today. I don't have to worry about what's coming tomorrow, what's, what's coming next week, what's coming next month, because you have me and you are taking care of me right now, and you're going to do that because your promises are yes and amen. You never fail us. You've never let anyone down in the history of humanity, and you're not about to start with me tonight. And so, God, I know that I can put my full trust in you. And, Lord, I, I, right now I just feel that... We all know that the doors are closed to churches, that the churches are not meeting together in person right now. But I just hear you say that there is still a seat at the table for your sons and daughters, that they still have room at your table to come join and feast with you, God. They can come and have fellowship with you. They can have communion with you, Lord. You can still move on them. You can still provide for them right now where we are, despite this situation, despite this virus, despite the doors on the churches are closed. God, the physical doors may be open, but we are still alive and well throughout our live stream, throughout all of our social media elements, God. And I know that we have pastors all across this area praying for students daily, praying that they will still remain close to you, that they'll still be able to hear you and be with you like nothing ever happened. God, I'm believing you just for some miraculous things in our students' lives. You know they're heavy on my heart, God. And I pray that the burden for their lives will just continue to rest on my heart and the leadership of this student ministry's heart, Lord, so that we will keep our, our prayers um, very active for our students. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I would just pray that someone um, is getting right now what they need tonight from you. Lord, I love you. I praise your name and you are greatly to be praised, Jesus. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. Thank y'all guys for watching. Hope you really uh, were inspired by this word tonight from the Lord. 
Thank you. Uh, follow us. Keep up with us with what we're doing online. We're doing some really fun stuff, and I hope to see you soon. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we cannot wait to see you. We miss you guys so much. Make sure you're staying connected with us on all the social media platforms we have. We've got Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and we have Snapchat now. So you can stay connected with us on all of those and as well as Zoom calls with your groups and just as we do all the boys and all the girls. Make sure you're hopping in on those next week and the rest of this week. We'll see you next week.